It seems my secrets have secrets too And lately I've been running out of glue To keep them from falling apart And take this too hard No matter how cold your winters get Or how tired you grow up this movie set You have a place to call your own That no one could ever take from you Welcome to the 21st episode of Pastor's Middle Kid. It's me, Ryan Luke, the star of the show. In case you were wondering, the reason this episode didn't come out on the usual release day, which is kind of a Monday, Tuesday type of thing, it's because of a few combining reasons. First of all, I was part of a homeless awareness initiative out of YWAM Newcastle called The Homeless Project, in which... People split up into groups and go into Newcastle City and are homeless for 24 hours. We're not using this as a means of showing that we can survive for 24 hours and prove that God can provide for us. And I feel like that might kind of not really be best because then people that have been homeless for years or are really struggling on the streets could see it as a way of, I don't know, maybe mocking them or something. That's not the heart behind the Homeless Project. What we aim to do is to get out into the city and connect with people, whether they are homeless or not. It's basically like a 24 hours of evangelism type of deal, and you're allowed to sleep if you can, (laughs) you're allowed to eat if you can, Uh, but the aim of it is really to give everything that we can for the 24 hours. So this happened on the Sunday at 12 noon, and it went until Monday at 12 noon, which meant we spent the night in the city. There were some groups that slept on the beach, which was not advised, and it got very cold. My group slept in a courtyard in the middle of the city. It was sheltered, but there were no walls, (laughs) so the breeze was freezing and kept us up most of the night. Didn't get much sleep, to be perfectly honest, until the sun rose the next morning, and then we all went and lay on a hillside and snoozed in the morning sun. It was a lot of fun. I was helping to lead a team with a girl named Catherine, who I lead my Community Connect team on a Saturday with, and it was great. We had six other people, and we walked through the streets of Newcastle talking to people, and Eventually, we got about $80 worth of donuts free from Donut King. At the end of the day, they were going to throw them away, so I asked them if they had any way that they were giving them, and uh, they looked kind of skeptically at me at first and said, no, uh, we used to give them away but haven't got anything lined up at the moment. What are you planning on doing with them? And in that moment, while I was kind of in a way hoping to get some free food from somewhere because we didn't have any money or a means of providing for ourselves I felt the 
direction of the Holy Spirit to ask them if we could give them away to people on the streets. And so, in their grace, they they granted us uh, these three boxes of incredible donuts from Donut King. And um, along with that, uh, the lady that gave them to me said, we used to do homeless things, but then our funding got cut. So now we just run a Donut King store in Market Town. And if you ever go to Market Town Donut King, please be kind to the owners, to Deb and her husband. They are so lovely. So they gave us these donuts and uh, I went and showed my team, hey, look, $80 of donuts. They all rushed over and we prayed for Deb. And um, it was a really special moment of connection with her. She said that she used to go to church, but she hadn't had time recently which I think is understandable if you're running a business full-time. And when we asked if we could pray for her, she said, I believe in the power of prayer. So that was that was really nice. And at the end of the prayer, she was in tears. And she asked us where we were all from because she noticed a number of foreign accents amongst my group. I was the only Australian. And when they started listing off the countries that they were from, she said, oh, you with YWAM? And we went... Yes, we are. Okay. And she said, I used to do some things with YWAM. That's really cool. That was one really special point of connection. Right after that, we split up into two groups and we had a rendezvous time and location. And at the arranged time, we were to meet back there and whatever donuts we had left over, we would eat for dinner. It's not the healthiest meal. Let me let me put it that way. But it was uh, it was all we had at the time. We were also given plastic gloves from from Deb at Donut King, so we were able to handle the donuts and give them to people without it looking sus. That was cool, but it still didn't stop us from getting rejected by many, many people. Understandably, some people had reasons like, I'm trying to lose weight, or I just ate. But there were also some people that just flat out refused a free donut. That's all we said. Would you like a free donut? We looked, from what I can tell, not too ragged. Uh, we'd only been out in the city for about six hours, so I can't imagine that we looked that suspicious. Nevertheless, we gave out about 10 donuts or so, got back to the rendezvous point. A little discouraged, to be honest. Uh, the ones that we had given away, we'd been able to say, we just want to bless people, uh, have a Merry Christmas, that type of thing. And we hadn't offered to pray for anybody or the ones that we had offered to pray for had flat out rejected us. Uh, When the other team got back from my group, they were all buzzing and they said, oh man, we saw these crazy things. We walked down the street and there was this person that was in pain and so we prayed for them and they got healed and we gave them a donut and we got to pray for this lady and her daughter and gave them donuts and then they gave us a bag of chocolates and... They had all these really fun stories. And my half of the team, we were all thinking, we didn't really have any incredible experiences in the last 45 minutes that we were trying to give away free donuts. But God used that because it meant that we had some left over and we were all able to share because the other half of the team had given away nearly all of their donuts. That was pretty cool. God provided. Plus, he also gave us opportunity. It's funny because before we arrived at Donut King, I said, God, please give us food and an opportunity. Either or. You have 20 minutes. 
it was just it was a fun jokey little prayer i obviously meant that i wanted food and an opportunity but me putting a time limit on it it was just kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing nevertheless god delivered within probably only 10 minutes or so we had the donuts and had prayed for deb and were out giving them away so we'd been provided with not only food but also an opportunity to give it away and to bless people some of the other teams were walking around praying for people busking to get money to buy pizzas for homeless people it was a really eye-opening experience to see how some people live and to see where some people live also but regardless of how we felt we were able to overcome our circumstances for the good of others and pray for people that we met and talk to strangers on the street and connect with all these different members of the community that's what the homeless project was all about Something that the Homeless Project is known for is very little sleep. Now, we slept in a very open area that was quite cold. Not many people in our group had much sleep, except for one guy on our team, Moses, who can apparently sleep with his head on anyone's shoulder. But at two o'clock in the morning, I got roused because both of the guys that were still awake had to <laughs> go with groups of girls to the bathroom or somewhere else and so i was up for night watch at just before two o'clock in the morning then didn't get back to sleep because when everyone else arrived back they were all jittery and it was freezing cold so there was this one girl on my team her name's alexandra she's from the states she used to be a cheerleader and that led to a lot of injuries. I was sitting next to her with our legs out and we were all trying to keep warm by sitting in a long line. And I said, hey, Alexandra, are your legs the same length? She said, no, they are not. So I said, well, why don't, instead of us sitting here and trying to keep warm and not going back to sleep because that's not gonna happen, why don't we go over there and pray that your legs will become the same length. So we did. So I was over there with Alexandra and my friend Fiona, and we prayed for Alexandra's legs to be equal lengths. It didn't happen. Now, as I shared last week on the podcast, I've seen this happen quite a few times, and one of the first times I saw this was in Norway, and it was a simple commanding prayer that I was instructed to give. And so I did that. Didn't happen. And I don't know why. Well, I do now, but at the time I didn't know why. So we just started praying for her ankle instead and working our way up her body because <laughs> she had a bung ankle, knee, hip, back and shoulder. So we prayed for her ankle for quite some time. I don't know how many times we prayed, but even as a follow-up to episode 20 on PMK, we just kept going and eventually it started getting healed and then it stopped popping as she rotated it and then all the pain was gone and she could walk on her tippy toes like a ballerina and it was pretty awesome then we moved up to her knee prayed for her knee and after a few minutes her knee was healed that was really cool then we moved up to her hip 
and her pelvis was crooked, and that's why her legs were different lengths. So I understand now that her legs didn't become the same length because one of them growing wasn't the way for it to be fixed. The way for it to be fixed was to have her pelvis back in alignment where it should be, and then her legs would be equal lengths. So we prayed for her hip for a very long time. Now understand, we had all night. We actually did because we weren't going back to sleep and God was on the move. So we didn't really want to miss anything. We prayed for a very long time. It was about two hours that we prayed for Alexandra all up. And after we saw her ankle and knee healed, we also saw her hip get healed. And that was the thing that caused her the most pain and was the most troublesome because it meant she couldn't do a lot of things like run and yeah, her pelvis was realigned. Her legs were the same length after that awesome. Uh, Then we prayed for her back, two different parts, and they were things that she'd often go to the chiropractor for, and Jesus healed her, so she won't need to go to the chiropractor anymore. After that, we moved on to praying for her shoulder, and it was significantly improved after the time that we prayed for her. Then it just hit a point where it seemed like nothing was working. And I wish I could have a fairy tale ending for this and say that her shoulder was completely healed as well. And then everything else was amazing. But alas, even though we saw her ankle, knee, hip and back all get healed, her shoulder remains mostly healed. It kind of hurts when she rotates it. Say pray for Alexandra right now. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was a nice way to spend a couple of hours in the middle of the night while we were freezing and tired. When the sun rose, we all slept on a hillside, which was great, uh, and lasted out the time by going to the beach, and I tried to doze in any position I could. I tried sleeping among the roots of a very big tree. It didn't really work, and I kind of felt like Pippin, except I didn't get swallowed by Old Man Willow. When we were finally picked up, and brought back to our lodgings here in Mayfield, New South Wales. We all breathed a sigh of relief, and I felt like it was okay for me to go down to a newly opened kebab shop and to buy myself a very decent kebab. Ah, it was tasty for sure. And then Lipton Lemon Iced Tea 1.25 liters was on special for $1.75. That's crazy. That is about a third of the usual price. It's my favorite beverage as far as flavored things go. I like water, um, but my my favorite non-dairy beverage is probably a Lipton lemon iced tea. I'm a bit of a fan. My favorite dairy beverage is actually banana milk. That's a fun fact about me. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything else that I will be saying. Woo, okay. After I had that, uh, I had to organize a choir practice because our first choir presentation was at the local nursing home across the street on Thursday night. I'm actually recording this before that happens, so I can't give you an update on that until the, uh, the coming podcast, which may or may not feature a significant segment on Star Wars Episode Seven which is also something I'm very much looking forward to. A lot of sleep was had. Uh, Now, bear in mind, this happened on the 13th and 14th of December. My birthday was the 15th. 
So I had to get a lot of sleep to catch up for my birthday. And I was playing piano in the worship band in the morning, which meant I had to be down there at seven. So up at about 6.23, which used to be my favorite time to get up every morning for school. Hmm. My birthday was pretty cool. I didn't have time for breakfast, so I grabbed a banana and a can of spicy Pringles. Went down to the warehouse, played piano in the worship band. So much fun. Oh, it was cool. My favorite part of that was actually, we played a song called Kia Kaha, which is Maori or Maori, uh, the native language of New Zealand. And the song translates to be strong, be steadfast, be willing. It is a really powerful song, but what got me about it was that that land of New Zealand was where I encountered the Holy Spirit for the first time. That was where I was born again when I was 14 years old in 2008. That felt like I was singing in a language that my spirit understood. I don't know if you really get what I'm saying here. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But I feel like nations have particular significance for each one of us and some of us might go our whole lives with only feeling an attachment and a kind of a pride a special place in our heart for our own country that we were born and raised in that's fine that's awesome god wants you to embrace your national identity but in your life if you go about significant change in different places those places and the memory thereof reminds us of this significant change. And they are like milestones on the road of our life. New Zealand was one of the most significant milestones of my life. So singing this song in Māori, and I didn't even know that we were going to, on my birthday, reminded me of my spiritual birthday, which was January 10th, 2008. <sighs> After that, the speaker on the DTS, uh, his name is Stefan. He is from South Africa. He's been in YWAM for about 25 years. He was here speaking on Holy Spirit on the Discipleship Training School in one of their final weeks of lectures. They had open to YWAM-based staff, as well as the students who are always going to be there and some alumni, a teaching night on the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So I showed up because nobody had arranged a party for me, which I don't think I was necessarily hoping for, but I wouldn't have been opposed to it. Nonetheless, this turned out to be quite a party as well. Holy Spirit manifested himself in power, and there was much laughter and crying and other things. Speaking in tongues, prophecy, basically 1 Corinthians 12. That stuff just happened. It was cool. People got healed. People got delivered from things. It was so much fun. And I felt at the end of the night that I was a lot closer to God. Um, something that Stefan said that was particularly interesting to me was in regards to some of these things which people say may not be in the Bible, like, I don't know, being filled with laughter. He pointed out a few passages that, I guess, backed up, justified this type of behavior. And I grew up being a little bit skeptical of it. Actually, no, quite skeptical of it. Uh, on the third night of my discipleship training school, I was filled with the Holy Spirit and I laughed a lot. And it was the very first time in my life and I'd never believed that it was real until 
I kind of experienced it for myself. But in the Bible, when it says these people were filled with the Holy Spirit, it also says, and the fullness of joy. I don't know about you, but I've never had the fullness of joy without laughing very, very, very hard. What I'm trying to get at is that I had an amazing time. And there's no party like a Holy Spirit party. And that trumps a birthday party every day of the year. <laughs> so I had a great birthday. That's how, I, that's how I ended my day. Last week on the podcast, I talked quite a bit about healing with Blair, Jordan and Josh. I would recommend you going back and listening to that if you haven't. It's really quite insightful. But the funny thing is, Josh, who was on the podcast last week, said that he'd never seen anybody get healed from anything, and he believed that it happened. He had a lot of questions about it, um, but he just hadn't seen it. Right after that podcast was released, one of my favorite people in the entire world came to speak on the Discipleship Training School running at YWAM Newcastle. His name is Chad Johnson. He's currently the founder and head of Come and Live, which is a network of musicianaries, um, is what he likes to say, who want to honor God and honor people with the gift of music, but mostly in showing love to people. And there are some bands that are involved with working in Come and Live, uh, like the Ember Days and Ascend the Hill, and even Sleeping Giant, who I had the privilege of meeting in New Zealand at the beginning of 2015. Chad once worked as the A&R guy at Tooth and Nail Records in Seattle, Washington, USA, and he was responsible for discovering and signing Under Oath and Anne Boleyn and quite a few other bands that I view as the most prominent musical influences in my life. So meeting him initially last year was kind of like meeting a celebrity, but it was more like meeting the person that made the celebrity out of the person that you view as a celebrity. It was a bit of a starstruck type of experience the first time I met him, but spent about a week with him in New Zealand while on my School of Music and Missions outreach this year. And at the end of that, we called him Papa Chad. He's just the greatest dude. So much fun and so courageous and vulnerable towards the Holy Spirit. And he's not afraid to pray for almost everyone that he meets uh, and practice listening to the Holy Spirit and follow his promptings. He showed up to speak on the DTS. One morning he got up there and said, I feel like there's someone in here with allergies and God wants to heal you of allergies. So a couple people got up who were severely allergic to apples. And after prayer, these people were no longer allergic to apples at all. In fact, they both tasted and ate an apple for the first time in years. And then one of the girl's mothers ended up giving her life to Jesus in response to hearing this testimony that defied all human logic. Ah, so good. Uh, Josh from last week's podcast got to see that. He saw some people healed. Um, he's a different man this week to who he was last week. I am so stoked for him. It was just funny timing how I got sick and that led to me being inspired to speak about healing. And then just in this week alone, 
we've seen many people get healed, and even at my own hand while I was praying for Alexandra on the Homeless Project, she was healed. Uh, it was just really funny timing. Praise Jesus. But that is all a roundabout way of explaining why this podcast didn't come out the day that you were, I know, waiting in dire anticipation with bated breath uh, to see it appear in the podcast app or on social media. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed this, though. Uh, it's been fun sharing these these little stories with you. Yes, I am 22 years old, and yes, people tried to sing the Taylor Swift song to me, but no, I did not let them. As a 22-year-old, I want to appeal to everyone out there, if someone's 22, please don't sing them that song, because it's not funny. <laughs> I, I feel hesitant now saying that I'm 22 years old, because people always come out singing 22. I don't know, something to think about. Interesting, riveting conversation happening right now on this uh, Pastor's Middle Kid podcast episode, because clearly uh, me talking to myself is good radio. Sometimes I wonder how, how people that do, say, a morning AM radio for a living, how they just speak about everything to themselves for hours upon hours every day i mean surely you get bored of your own company uh, well that said i have been enjoying myself and i trust you have <sighs> yeah but i will leave it there this has been an explaining episode of pastor's middle kid and it is the 21st which means next pastor's middle kid episode will be my golden episode because I'm 22 years old, it'll be my 22nd episode. Yeah, and those things only happen once. Unless you are so slow in putting out episodes of your podcast that you only put out one a year, in which case every single episode would be a golden episode. That's really cool. Hmm. Uh, until next time, I'm Ryan Luke, and have been Ryan Luke, and I will continue to be Ryan Luke. At least that's, that's the plan for now. I hope you're having a great week, and I very much look forward to seeing Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. I am extremely, extremely excited to see that, and I plan on seeing that with a very, very dear friend of mine who will hopefully also join me on the next Pastors Middle Kid episode for an extremely riveting and entertaining time. Thank you for listening. And I hope that all your dreams are happy ones. Amen. <laughs>